Tag yourself. In this movie? Are you an officer or a gentleman? Oh, um, <laughs> hmm, good question. <laughs> you can only be one. You can gentleman, I don't one. think I have the kind of, I don't think I have the fortitude to be an officer. I'm an officer. I don't have the resilience. Seeing okay. what these, these guys went through? Whew, no, thank you. So that's us. The, I'm the officer and you're the gentleman. And isn't huh. that interesting? That is interesting. Because I was wondering who is who in the movie. They never say. You know what I would like to do right now? What? Conduct unbefitting either of us. <laughs> okay. By talking about this show. This By talking movie. about this movie, yeah. They don't say in the movie who's... They, well, he's an... It's a spoiler. He does become an officer. What so you someone else is... said that to me? The, who? Yes. What? What What did you call me? What do you mean, what did I call you? Just now. I didn't call you anything. That's what I thought. Okay. When you address me, you address me as sir. You say sir, yes, sir. Oh, I say sir, yes, sir. No, to I don't me, have yeah. to. Yeah, you do. Why? Where are you from? Where do you live? <laughs> um, I'm from Arizona. No, where do you live? Where do I you live? live? Where in are you? Austin, Texas. And are you going to say it? Uh, only two things I know that come from <laughs> okay, Austin, Texas. And you're just going to say that. You can't say it in 2022. It's like super fucked up. What are the Steers? two Steers? Yeah. And what? Deers. Beto O'Rourke. Uh, beers. Good beers. And I don't see any centrist, <laughs> neoliberal <laughs> policies coming out of you. Okay, so I'm a steer. I guess you're a steer. That's yeah. What <laughs> I don't think Beto O'Rourke's actually from Austin. I think he's from, like, Iowa. You want to know an interesting fact about that line? It's a fucked up line. We'll say it's a homophobic line, but, but um, it's famous. And it's famous from Full Metal Jacket, isn't it? Yeah, it is famous from Full Metal Jacket, which came out... Before this. So I've got a bumbled piece of, like, I, well, I'm going to say a bungled piece of trivia because I definitely got this wrong, but it's something like this. You want to hear it? Yeah. The guy who's in Full Metal Jacket who says that, I, uh, there are only two kind of things from Texas, Steers and uh, Congressman Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who yeah. famously says that in Full Metal Jacket was originally going to play the part that is played by Louis Gossett Jr. in this film. Aha. Uh-huh. Instead, and he just sort of, that was his catchphrase. Was brought in to like coach Louis Gossett Jr. on Yeah, and then Lou Gossett Jr. won a fucking Academy Award yeah. Yeah. for his and brilliant performance. They just so it worked. That line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, famous line. They never say who the gentleman is. I guess we are never going to find out. You didn't seem that interested in following up. We should say. Uh, I this think is- it's clear who the gentleman was, and I think he unfortunately passed. Oh right! In the, during the the Ugh. events of the film, Jack. Oh man, let's say what happened. Maybe you've you already repressed that. Did you know? Have you seen this before? Do you know what was going to no, happen? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I saw like a Simpsons parody of it like thirty years ago. So, folks, we should say this week we're watching a film. It's called uh, An Officer and a Gentleman. It's a classic movie. If you haven't 1982, seen it, Richard Gere, hunky as hell. If you haven't seen it, you will. Uh, even if you don't know what it is, you will have by osmosis. Taken into your brain, this final scene of this film by cultural osmosis, where Richard Gere goes to um, Deborah Winger. 
Deborah Winger's factory and in his dress whites and picks her up and carries her out of the factory. And every, everyone her knows off. it. And it's fucking famous. Love Lifts Us Up Where We Belong is like yeah. wailing on an yeah. electric guitar over it. It's so good. But Tanner had never seen this film before, nor had I. No, I and I just thought, I've, I've heard it's a, that scene is a romantic scene. And I was like, well, if that's the end of the movie, it must be one hell of a romantic movie. So I watched it last night, and Tanner watched it this morning and texted me. I assumed you were making a funny joke. No, I wasn't. <laughs> because you texted me out of the blue. You were like, hey, have you watched Officer and a Gentleman yet? This dude, Warley, is the best. <laughs> He's just so, he was so funny and so nice and like <laughs> so charming. Just really liked him. Yeah, he's really nice. Uh, and he, uh, famously, and I didn't know it, it came as a shock to me. He does take his life at he the does end of the end film. His life, uh, but and it's really, really sad. sad. It's absolutely <laughs> Brutally fucking sad. crushing. Yeah. So I assumed you were joking. I just wrote back, uh, <laughs> I wrote back, yeah, really lovely guy. I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. And then just before we just, sat when down. When I read it, I just sort of went like, mm, he agrees. Oh, okay, yeah. Just yeah. before we sat down to record. Glad you I had a good read on this guy. About Warley. <laughs> yeah, you could have warned me about I Warley. Yeah. I don't know. What would you have, like, what would you have said if I'd been like, he meets a terrible end? Because <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's just like a fun, it, it's not, it's quite a serious vibe the film the whole movie is pretty serious it's like literally the movie starts it's like smash cut yeah like three people naked in bed together yeah it's and very like a, and richard gear like looming over them yeah it's oh yeah so the film begins should we say that it's a no whammies episode do we need to say that to yeah people? maybe you maybe you've heard it maybe you're about to hear it on um our oh Patreon god, show, yeah. oh god, it's Friday. And if you're if you're not a subscriber, please do subscribe. Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. Don't yeah. ask. We had to jam this in. We didn't have to. We didn't yeah, have we to chose jam this to jam in. It we chose ch- we've made the choice to yeah. jam in both an OGIF episode and a Strange Bedfellows episode. Yeah. So these they're um, sequels in one you won't even... tight afternoon. Yeah. In one tight afternoon, Tanner had exactly 90 minutes, and he was like, let's just do both of these episodes in this 90 minutes. And so what it, I'm fine with it, but it means we can't make any mistakes. Everything right. we say has to stay it. Yeah. Yeah. So, smash yeah. cut, the film starts. Smash By cut, the way, this starts, movie's yeah. really good. I don't know if it's Jack great. agrees. It was no, really it's good. Awesome. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really good movie, but it, it's not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be It's also not like what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be romance. Like, like yeah, like a uh, bad boy army brat, like having yeah. A, I thought it was gonna yeah, be like Top romance. Gun. Yeah, it's not it's like Top yes, Gun. exactly. I thought it was gonna be Top Gun. No, it was an incredibly tragic film. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really dark. And like one of the things I learned this actually from, I guess a little bit from uh, reading about the film afterwards, but also just from all of the wrong ass Rotten Tomatoes reviews that I read of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. The so the famous scene he he goes and he picks her up. And I wish somebody would pick me up at work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Did you call your wife? Yeah. I wish somebody would come and pick me up at work. And yeah, I mean literally. <laughs> I don't know. I'm workshopping. I didn't. I just, I, I don't know. I don't have a ride up. home. <laughs> but he goes and he picks her up. And all the Rotten Tomatoes reviews were like, this is so sappy. It's like sexist. He goes and like whisks her off her feet. The, uh. I was reading that the screenwriter of this film famously said, like, people completely misunderstand the end of this film. They don't know who's saving who. Wow. And it's, it is, it's powerful. It is true. It's quite clear. He's, 
incredibly troubled. And it is her grounding influence that saves him. And that's what's happening there, even though, like, he does lift her up at her office and everyone claps because they're like, yeah, look wow. At this, everyone, look how fucking his, hot like, Richard Gere is even, in his dress even his, <laughs> Even her jealous best friend who yeah. caused the death of the best character in the movie yeah. got over it very quickly and started yelling like, She's like, you, you go, go get go. it. Yeah, yeah, go get it. He's so good looking in his dress. Yeah, he's wise. very good looking. We um, skip to the end. Smash cut. It's we the skip beginning. to the end. But yeah. here's the beginning. There's three bed, three people in bed. It turns out that one of them is the father of our main character, whose name is unfortunately the the um, the centerpiece of our first segment of the evening. Okay, yeah. What is your Richard Gear name in this movie? Okay. Uh, so I think probably can we just go to a list of condiments and find a condiment that is no. Nope, we're gonna go to, to Makaroo.com. Okay. okay, should we say what Richard Gere's name is? Yeah, it's called his name is Zach Mayo. <laughs> and uh, Louis Gossett Jr. Is it Louis or it's Louis, right? Lou. Is it Lou? Lou Gossett Jr., who is fucking incredible in this movie. I yeah, think he won incredible. an Oscar and absolutely deserved it. It's an incredible role. He makes fun of him, and he calls him mayonnaise. Hey, this is really wonderful work. Where'd you get this, mayo? Subic base, Philippines, sir. Ah, thought I recognized the work. Be proud of them wings. They're the only ones you're going to leave here with, mayonnaise. At first, they introduced this guy called Zach Mayo, and you kind of roll your eyes like, great, like, yeah. cool name. Yeah. Uh, but then they make fun of it the whole movie, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So how, so we go to Makaroo. Makaroo. This one's okay. easy. And if uh, Makaroo is more of a Patreon thing, and again, if you haven't subscribed to the Patreon, we have Please so do. much fun over there. Yeah, uh, we really Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. Um, yeah. We do a lot of name generators, and we use this website called Makaroo.com, and I assume that we account for... 99.99999% of their traffic. Yeah, it's a great, it's a, basically, it generates fake data. Um, yeah. And so I think it sounds like, do we need first name? First can, name. And, and then, then condiment or like uh, product? Grocery product, yeah. Okay, that's great. Easy one. This is nice and easy. So first name, yeah, first name, last name. So I'm just going to get grocery, product grocery. So folks, you can do this at home. Leave your, um, we've been having fun leaving our name generators in the comments on Facebook. Yeah. So uh, you can play this at home and, and tell us what your Richard Gear name is. We didn't plan all this viral marketing we're doing with all I know, of you for all of our other media much. properties, but, but you know, what you now that do? we're here, now that we're here. All right. So I've got two fields: one's Zach, which is um, first, first name, name, and one yeah. is Mayo, which is product grocery. Yeah. So you just do that. You create those two fields, um, and then you um, hit preview. At the bottom. You hit preview. So I'm doing that now. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, do you want to hear what my Zach Mayo name is? Yep. <laughs> um, hello, officer. Sir. Uh, yeah, please address me as sir. Yes, sir. I'm from Texas. What's your, what's your, hey, what's your name, private? Um, Alfie, sir. Alfie? What kind of name is Alfie? Are you a, a British boy born in the last 10 years or so? That's my first name, sir. Oh, okay. What's your last name, son? Baby P tendrils. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Baby P tenders? Tendrils. Tendrils. <laughs> People call me Sprouts. <laughs> For short. <laughs> um, well, Sprouts, I'm going to call you... I guess Sprouts is already pretty bad. Uh, sir, I accidentally generated two names. Can we do this again? 
Well, Sprouts, I'm going to move to the next guy in line. What's your name, son? <laughs> sir, my name is Hamnet, sir. Hamnet. First name is Hamnet. First name, Hamnet, sir. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, Private Hamnet, what's your last name? Lamb, whole head off. <laughs> <laughs> well, cadets, my name is Sergeant Belva Pepperoni Slices. <laughs> and you're going to listen to every word I say for the next... Whatever, six months. Yeah. And you're going to get a million-dollar education. Yeah, if you survive. Yeah, if you survive. Yeah. And almost everyone does. Pretty good. Should we do the Dramatis Personae? Yeah, I guess we have to. It's a hit segment. Dramatis Personae. And I only say this because I took some time. I made a big effort to make segment music for this last time. (laughs) Finally, <laughs> but I don't even know. It's we've already said it. It's, it's Richard pr- Gear, yeah, the pretty looking, man from Pretty Woman, like a fucking hunk of granite that's been chiseled out to the side of a mountain. He looks so good, yeah, uh, and he looks even better in his dress whites. And yes, he could pick me up at work, and I mean literally. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah Winger, who has looks great uh, too, yeah, looks incredible, and has yeah. a very funny um, kind of like uh, local accent to somewhere like. Pennsylvania or something made her feel like a real townie, which she plays in this movie. You want to hear a, a mildly interesting fact? Yeah, uh, Deborah Winger did not get along with Richard Gere while filming this movie. Referred to him as a brick wall in terms of his acting. Yeah, it um, looks like a fucking brick wall. Uh, looks like he's made out of brick. I, and it may have been because he was jealous of how she stole every fucking scene that she's in, which she does. Uh, but yeah. he later uh, was very gracious to her and said that she was wonderful. So they patched it up. That's nice. Mildly interesting and nice. And she's great in it. She's so is that guy, Is there any road bumps with Richard Gere? Because he's a real likable guy, it seems like. I don't think so. I think he's probably. I think maybe he's like put good? a gerbil up his butt. No, maybe that's, a fa- that's but... famously not true. That's all I know about him. Yeah, that's famously not true. And that he was really great in this movie. Yeah, the thing that you said is famously untrue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, too. Yeah. So no road bumps, and... (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you brought that up. Everyone knows that that's not true. I couldn't even remember if it was him. Yeah. yeah, so he goes, he's like, that's his dad, by the yeah. way, that who's having sex with those two ladies. So, yes, mash cut. We're still at the beginning of the movie, and it's his dad is, and it's so, it's a, it's a young Richard Gere, well, it's a young boy. Well, yeah, then they do the flashback, and it's, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a flashback, and, and it's a boy, and he's been sent to the Philippines because that's where his Navy dad lives, and his Navy yeah. dad's a real prick. Um, And it was at this point, I don't know if I should, no, it's no whammies, I can't do it. Yeah, his his dad is a real prick, and oh, I'm so curious. Do you uh, want to know? You want me to yeah, know? You want to know? It was at this point in the film that uh, Sarah said that she thinks it's incredibly flattering. She thinks it must be incredibly flattering for a child actor to be asked to play the young version of a famously handsome person. Oh yeah, and my friend PJ, who we were watching the film with, volunteered that he had auditioned to be the child version of the star of the Mothman prophecies. Which is Richard Gere. Is it Richard Gere? Isn't it? Find out who it is. And I just thought we could call PJ and see if he could tell us that story. Richard Gere. Yo, sir. Hello, PJ. Jack. How are you? I'm well. How are you? 
Good. Can you tell me just real briefly? Go on speaker real quick. I have to say something to PJ real quick. What? PJ, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's Tanner. I live in Connecticut. It's a, a two-party consent state. Uh, <laughs> do you consent to this phone call being recorded? Can you just tell us super fast about when you uh, auditioned for the Mothman prophecies? Yeah. What happened? My family was driving to, well, we drove to Pennsylvania, I think is where they were doing the filming for it. And I, I think I got like two or three callbacks and and it was looking good. And I think I was told that it was down to me and one other kid to be in this role. It's the first, I guess the opening scene is... Uh, a young uh, high school couple that are like about to have sex and then suddenly the mothman comes out of nowhere and so you're supposed to like look scared and i guess there was like a chance that my like butt my rear end was gonna be in the movie wow but i get really far and then um they said this is like the final uh stage and and it was apparently richard gear was gonna look or watch both of our our um, auditions and Richard Gere went with the other with the other kid and so I didn't get wow. it. Wow. Do you feel do you feel spurned? Do you like hate Richard Gere? I, I mean, I remember for a long time like I it was hard for me to look at him and not think like <laughs> he didn't choose me. And what did yeah. I do? What did I do that that just kind of like was something he didn't want? You, I sorry, I missed the first part of your story, but you said it was a lot of butt work. <laughs> it was gonna be my butt all over the screen, and I was. I yeah, was I guess okay you just I saw something you didn't like. High school, I was okay with it. <laughs> so was it fucked up when you got the invite to come and watch a Richard Gere movie with me? I never would have done it if I'd known that this is. I like... know when you said it, it was like I know he's not a gentleman. <laughs> Gentleman would have said it to my face that it didn't want me. <laughs> wow, that was the other kid. Pretty handsome. You know what? I don't even. I don't even. I've never seen it. I won't watch oh, it. I, <laughs> I guess we can know. I guess Tanner, you've met PJ, I'm, and you can say as diplomatically as possible whether you think the young Mothman boy. Yeah, is I'm as trying to look him up. You think PJ was at what age was this? Uh, this might have been like maybe 13, 14. Okay. That's an awkward age to get rejected by Richard Gere as not being handsome enough to be a young version of him. That I mean, was one that's thing like a that I tall think they, order, they did though. say that he had a lot of creative endeavors, um, which I didn't have. Okay. And don't have. Yeah. <laughs> that Tanner, this is something that you very famously yeah, traumatized like, PJ about. turned into this like seed of <laughs> self-doubt in you PJ I'm so sorry <laughs> uh, Tanner once asked PJ what he did for creativity in his spare time and PJ couldn't think of anything and just said <laughs> Cleveland sports and it's like stuck with him forever <laughs> Um, PJ, thank you for letting us. He's uncredited you in the middle of your work day with a surprise being on the podcast. Uh, I'll let I'll let you go. <laughs> All right, man. Bye. bye. Uh, good. I well, I'm glad we we checked in with PJ on that. I did. You find a picture of the boy from the Mothman? No, he's prophecies? not credited no. in the film. Yeah, I went to the the IMDb for Mothman prophecies, but young John Klein is not in okay. the credits anywhere. Well, so it goes. We should probably say what else happens, huh? 
<laughs> in this film or in yeah. Mothman Prophecy? No, let's stay. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see. Uh, so he's like, you know what? I don't like my dad. Yeah. And I don't like living with him. And they move all over the place. I think mostly they live in the Philippines, though. Yeah. And he says, I'm going to go to Seattle yeah. to become a Navy officer and fly yeah. jets. Yeah. Rad thing to say. That is such a good thing to say. Yeah. I'm but so go he's got daddy jets. issues. His daddy oh, is a, a bad man and, and, and like didn't want him after his mom died. Yeah. And as we discover later in the film, his mom, he like discovered his mom had also yeah. died of suicide. Yeah. So it's, he's it's, got a really dark complex. fucked up movie and it's really sad <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's happy in the end but so he we'll just say quickly the end of the movie it's worth watching folks um we've said all the spoilers i guess uh then he goes to uh try to become a navy officer and uh he runs into this like hard driving yeah, drill is so good who's so um, good the first thing he says is where have you been he says it at the 11 minute and 39 second mark he says where you been all your lives at an orgy Listen to Mick Jagger music and bad mouthing your country, I'll bet. Yeah, that's my bird of the week. <laughs> <laughs> On whom? It sounds fucking rad. That's yeah, 1982's so. idea of a bad time. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but you're not officer material if that's what you've just come from. I guess I'm not officer material then. Yeah. yeah well, I guess a... I, I am. I mean, I guess. We've already Were you reading the list? You're the gentleman and I'm the officer. Where have I been in orgy? No. No. Listening to Mick Jagger music? No. No. Bad mountain in country? Not really. No. Like, not, not actively. Really. No. Not in like a cool way. Yeah. <laughs> just like grumbling. Officer material. Just grumbling about paying your taxes. Not like some <laughs> cool, like, you know, like fucking Abby. They should Hoffman put a fucking shit. speed bump yeah, in exactly. at the bottom yeah. of this hill. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Um, racers. <laughs> Um, the, uh, he, so the drill sergeant and then he and Worley, friend, fr- his friend. Sid Worley, what a sweetheart. Who's a sweetie pie. Real upstanding gentleman. I mean, you know, sort of a, a sleazeball, but. Yeah, but he's super fun. Does the right thing. And they meet some lovely babes, uh, local babes. And the babes are like, I don't know, they're both kind of, op- it's open that the babes in the town would all love to snag themselves an officer and get the hell out of this town. Yeah, who wouldn't? It's kind of like a known thing that like the babes in the town will like I don't know go to dances with the young yeah. It's like some can- incredibly tiny town. It's yeah. not Seattle. It's just like some weird coastal town. And so they meet some babes, and then one of the babes, the one who is not played by Deborah Winger, fakes a pregnancy to try to um, yeah ensnare Worley, and he decides to make an honest woman out of is her. ensnared, but is ensnared. And also decides that he doesn't want to be an officer and drops out of the program. And so yeah. he, he's like, hey, babe, let's get married. And she's like, all right, hooray. And then he's like, also, I dropped out of the program. And she's like, oh, I was never pregnant. I don't want to marry you. And that leads him to spiral in a way that um, he's not in the movie anymore, really. It's just really sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not in the movie after Richard Gears uh, discovers him dead. And then yeah. uh, the movie goes on from there. And yeah. he, Richard Gears sort of also loses his cool. Yeah, a lot. And it looks like he's going to sort of fly off the handle. Um, yeah. But then um, Lou Gossett Jr. just sort of like beats the snot out of him. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And then he graduates and goes and carries Deborah Winger out of the paper factory. And there's a very famous scene where Louis Go- Lou Gossett Jr. is like, get out of here. And he's like, I've got nowhere else to go. I ain't going to quit. Yeah, then you can be free and you and your daddy can get drunk and go hole chasing together, huh? Go surf, D.O.R. I ain't going to quit. All right, then you can forget it. You're out! 
Don't you do it! Don't you! I got nowhere else to go! I got nowhere else to go! I got nothing else. I got nothing else. All right, Mayor. On your feet. Yeah, yeah. It's it was really good. He was like beating him with a cane. Yeah. So pretty, he's got this weird to watch. You know what I'm realizing, Tanner? Because he's got all these like daddy issues. Oh, he's daddy. Dad, Lou is daddy. Lou is daddy. Right? Yeah. Doesn't that make sense? He says something very funny during his like intro, like salvo of like pretty like terrible insults. Yeah. He does go up to one guy who's pretty soft spoken and he says at the 13 minute, 32 second mark, Stop whispering, sweet Peter. You give me a hard on. That's kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very nice thing to whisper to somebody. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's kind and... of the energy that he brings, that daddy brings. Yeah, and then Richard Gere um, d- uh, doesn't look like he he has what it takes to get through the program, but he really toughs it out anyway. And then he gives a great big thank you to Lou Gossett Jr. and um, he's really grateful. And then he goes to her office and picks her up, literally. Yeah, <laughs> where where she belongs. Where she belongs. Yeah. Yeah, he lifts her up where she. He belongs. lifts her up where, where angels she cry on the mountainside or something like that. Yeah, and that's another uh, mildly interesting fact about the movie is everyone was like, when they read the screenplay, they were like, this is too cheesy, it's not going to work. And the, the, the script writer was like, you fucking have to leave this part in. Trust me, you have to do it. It's going to fucking like, squash Tanner. Tanner's going to be like yeah. sobbing in his yeah. living room in the middle of the afternoon. And then when they saw it, and they saw it paired with that song, they were all like, Richard Gere apparently got chills. And he was like, okay, I was wrong. That was fucking They, let, they <laughs> must have saved a ton of money on music in this movie because yeah. they just play the one love lifts lifts us up where we belong song over so and many over times and over with again. like an instrumental version like <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh it's it rules and i cried and I, it was very it's one emotional. of the times i cried yeah i cried a lot in the movie it's very well emotional. so the thing is he's also very good at he's kind of a shit and he keeps yeah. trying to quit being an officer yeah but um he's really good at being an officer yeah yeah, and he's almost about to beat the like world record for the obstacle course that all these cadets have to go through. Yeah, um, and he's like surging, and then this one other cadet, this small woman who's having trouble with the wall. Yeah, and has been having trouble with the wall all class. Yeah, is having trouble with the wall. Yeah, and he stops and goes back and gets her and like coaches her, like doesn't help her over, like coaches her over it. it I just, I like got up and left the room. <laughs> it's really beautiful. Like completely overwhelmed. I just had to like get up and leave. <laughs> what a good movie. Also, not like the movie I was expecting. It's, it's fairly dark and there are some very genuinely sad moments that are going to afflict me for the rest of my life. Uh, do you want to take a quick break? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jack. Yes. 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 I come to you with, like, no pleasure. Okay. This is not something I like to do. Okay. This is not a passion of mine. This is not something I I even want to do, but it's something I'm obligated to do. Are you going to come into my office and pick me up and carry me out? No. No, okay. no, no. Nothing like that. Good. I wouldn't want that. No, I'm going to talk about uh, Sid Worley's penis. 
okay. <laughs> and I'm going to just sort of like coldly assess it. Okay. And grade it. Okay, yeah, it's a segment we have called Girth Check, which is... I, girth Check. <laughs> Bing, and we're just Bingus, we're Bingus Butchers, one of you the, know? Yeah, it's a, one of the sadder... I never thought this would be a, a sad segment for our show, but it's a little bit. What So it's where we uh, uh, dispassionately... dispassionately. Analyze the the girth and length of the of the bing bongs of the of the boys. Yes, yeah. So it's sort of a known thing around here. And actually, you already said you're burned, so I'll say mine too quickly too. At the 16 minute 34 second mark, there's a kind of a famous thing where the local girls, the towny girls, like hang out around the naval academy to try to meet men and then get married off and you know leave yeah. their podunk town. Yeah. Everyone knows it happens. At the 16-minute, 34-second mark, there's, uh, the Luke Gossett Jr. is shaving everyone's heads, and one guy comes out. The first guy comes out, and everyone's like, oh, God, I'm going to look like an idiot like that guy. Next! Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke Gossett Jr. says, so some of the local girls get a look at you, screw them head. <laughs> just knocked out of the park so simple <laughs> like elegant it's beautiful yeah <laughs> i missed that that's a very funny thing to say yeah to somebody. so um, what does that, so that was my burn so yeah. that sets up um the biggest butchers yeah the, the girth check because um sid and richard gear both also get their haircut yeah and then get in trouble and have to do push-ups out in the front lawn yeah and they see the two young women who eventually become their lovers. Yeah. And the young women are encouraging them, and they say... See you in a month when you get liberty. Don't worry, it grows out about an inch by then. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and then at the 32-minute, 36-second yeah. mark, they meet up with the women again. Yeah. At the bar during shore leave. Yeah. And Worley says to Richard Gere... It's grown out more than an inch, pal. <laughs> okay, so all we know is more than an inch. <laughs> that could be... It's not my job to know no. any more than that. <laughs> no, and we're not detectives. We've said this before. No, my we're job. We're not detectives. We're butchers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we know, and that we're not going to even look any further. It's more than an inch. I guess more I'll say, I think I'm allowed to speculate that if someone were to ask you about your girth, and you were to respond more than an inch, I would assume, maybe incorrectly, that it was not a lot more than an inch. <laughs> I don't know. But we don't know. <laughs> I think that's unfair of you to assume. Yeah. No, you're right. And I shouldn't. And I shouldn't have. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. And that's that's it. Now we're done. We're closing up shop. Yeah. The, the shop's closed. Get out of here. Switch, switching the sign over from... No more dick yes, meat for you Sorry, guys. we're closed. <laughs> it's closed. <Yeah. laughs> you came too late. <laughs> yeah. We got places to be. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and actually, speaking of places to be, Tanner, I would like for you to uh, take a quick trip to uh, Megalopolis, uh, the um, crime city of the future. Uh, no, please, Jack. Oh, <laughs> uh, where do I find myself? <laughs> Hello, Arbiter it's Tanner. me, Mr. Kiss. I've hijacked the segment. Oh, no. What, ha this, what has happened? I was not expecting that. A time bubble opened up, and I jumped through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mr. Kiss. And here I am. And I've brought my... Uh, trusty sidekick. That's right. I'm here as well. It's Monsieur French. <laughs> Monsieur French. Franchet. We were Francois? just on you, the planet just on the rings of Saturn. Very yes, beautiful. Thank you for taking the way me. That Saturnians kiss. 
so much better than my shitty apartment uh, where I used to live with my wife, but I'm divorced and it's my fault. I was a bad husband. I want to preface this segment by saying that I, Mr. Kiss, yeah, and I, my Mr. purview, friend, yeah, and I, my my whole thing is I'm like Doctor Who, but what my thing is is I go and study all the kisses, yeah, and my purview ends, starts and ends at kissing, yeah, and anything that happens before kissing, yeah, none of my business, no, anything interest. that happens after kissing, certainly none of my business, absolutely no interest, and by none of my business, I mean I do not know what happens, yeah, all I know about is kissing, yeah. At the one hour, 26 minute and 15 second mark, mm-hmm. Warley is having relations yeah. with his girlfriend, whose name I forgot. Yeah. And they've just, I think, just finished it. We're not whatever interested it is. in that. We don't care. Don't even know what it is. No. Whatever fin- finished whatever happens after yeah. kissing. Right. And we're doing kissing again, which is yeah. where my interest peaks That's again. where you started to become interested again. Yeah. And uh, Warley picks up a little bottle of something and mm-hmm. says, yeah, I just had to have one more taste. Does that stuff come in anything besides strawberry? Okay. And I don't know what it is. It's some kind of like, I, I, I've seen every kind of kiss. Okay. I've been across this universe. Yeah. I've been across all of time and space. Yeah. You've seen and I, the, he's, he's got some kind of kiss sweetener. What is it that Rucker Hauer sees? Sunset on the moons of Oh, Jupiter? yeah. Yeah. And then he's seen it. it. Time to die, <laughs> weirdly. Yeah, that's how we all die. Yeah. That, I'm a replicant. Yeah. Good um, lore. Okay, and so what is it's it? It's like some kind of kiss sweetener. It's a kiss sweetener. Must be. I don't know what happens after, again. Yeah, no, we don't know. Before or after kissing. Yeah, we can't know. But they have something that they use in the act of kissing. That sweetens the kisses. Makes it taste like strawberries. That sounds nice. Yeah. So yes, I think, is the answer. We should yeah. be doing that. It might be used somewhere else in the act of whatever comes before or after kissing, but I'm not sure. Oh, do you think? I don't know. We can't I wouldn't tell. know. Yeah. As far as we know, and I'm just coming along for the ride here because I know less about kissing than, than you. Yeah. I mean, which is a lot. It's some kind of a kiss sweetener. <laughs> Must be. Uh, how do you open the bubble? Well, I just I want to analyze another one. Oh, another kiss? Yeah. He, um, he goes and he picks her up at work, and I mean literally. Yeah. And then he does a big kiss, and everyone cheers. That's just great. <laughs> what if he just picks her up at work like that every day? <laughs> he parks would... his car, comes in, and grabs her. I think people would. Pro- there would be. They probably be clap for like three days. It would be polarizing. Some people would think it's sweet. I think it's sweet that he picks her up at work every day and gives her a big yeah. kiss in front of the whole factory floor. And some people would be like, "I think it's distracting." The first time, I was super into it. <laughs> But yeah. I didn't realize this was going to be an everyday thing, and I'm over, I'm fully over it. I can't it's wait until really they move to Pensacola. Incredibly disruptive. Um, okay, well, you can go, Mr. Kiss. Uh, I think we've I, and I and I will also go. Can I please take me with you? <laughs> Arbiter Tanner, where am I? <laughs> Were you I was on, the on the rings, rings of, Saturn. of Saturn? Okay, yeah, I see what happened. I've never seen anything so beautiful. <laughs> I have to go back. There was a mishap. <laughs> there is a mishap, but you're here now, and we'd like to have... It's a segment we have. It's called On the One Hand, yeah, and yeah. it's where we bring in Arbiter Tanner to judge Rotten Tomatoes reviews. I have assembled a number of reviews ranging from very positive to very negative with a few in between um, from just the regular uh, Rotten Tomatoes reviewers. We're not interested okay. in critics. We're interested in... Uh, the, regular the, folks like you and me. The Vox Populi. The, yes, exactly. 
Um, so I will begin. That's what I call the um, thought police in the future. Um, and you know what? I wish you, I wish it were possible for you to meet Mr. Kiss because your thing is that you dispense kisses when somebody's done a good job. Oh, we've met. He's them. one of my he's <laughs> one of my uh, most notorious nemeses. Oh, okay, your enemies. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hunts me through space time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he thinks you're too liberal with with kisses, or he not just wants to enough. study my technique. Yeah, you know? okay, okay, yeah. Because it literally like yeah, it it saves people's souls. <laughs> That's such this, such interesting lore today. <laughs> okay, well, so what we're going to do is we're going to dispense kisses to the person who gets closest to reviewing this film with perfect accuracy, and we're going to withhold kisses from everyone else. Um, so I'm going to begin. On the one hand, Michael P. Uh, gives this film Michael for— Peaton. Michael Peaton. Michael yeah. For gives, multiplicity. For multiplicity. Uh, multiplicity. <laughs> gives this film 4.5 stars on January 10th of this year. And he says the following thing. Viewing advice. See with a friend or by yourself. <laughs> Check. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I want to say two things about this. One, I think that's great advice, and thank you. Yeah. Two, what's, a, what's another possible way to see this film? <laughs> with a lover. I guess you could watch it with an, a nemesis. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch it. I've watched it with yeah. Mr. K. <laughs> okay, yeah, that must have been pretty contentious. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right, I thought that it was a paradox. I thought there was no other way to watch this film. You either see it with a friend or with yourself. But I, I'm realizing there are people you could see it with who wouldn't be your friends. And it, it sounds like maybe Michael P. would have given this film five stars had he not watched it with someone he dislikes intensely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's a tip. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a. You should watch this either alone or with a friend. It's yeah. not. It does it, not with an. Enemy. It doesn't hit as good if you watch it with someone that you don't get along with. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. Okay, I've got one more positive review. Uh, it's five stars on January eleventh, two thousand eight, from Lisa H. Yeah, um, Lisa Himson. Ho- okay, I was going to say Hone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she says the following thing: Wow, if only. Yeah, right, Lisa? <laughs> I think she's saying, I was I picked her to make fun of her, but she's saying what I've been saying this whole thing, which is, <laughs> if only someone would come and pick me up at work. I wish someone would come pick me up at work. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got it, Lisa. Yeah, you got it, Lisa. Yeah, so fair enough. All right. Um, we're going to move on to a segment within a segment that we like to call On the Fence Hand. Yeah. And it's where we... Middling. Um, we talk about middling reviews. And uh, This is a, re- a four-star review from George F., Flooney. <laughs> really phoning it in today. <laughs> hey, you're the one who's... This is your role. You, you want to do, do better? George F.? Yeah. What are the titles of all the kings and queens? Is there an F in there somewhere? George Foreman is a there we go. famous boxer. And Heard also... Yes. And grill master. Grill master. Okay, George Foreman gives this film four stars. December 1st, 2014, he says the following thing. Masha really likes it. She rates it 5.5. Who? Masha. Masha really likes it. Then we're going to learn Who's Masha? I hate to disappoint you, but I'm just going to tell you now that we'd never find out. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was like I was supposed to know. It does seem like it. He then says- I guess that's what George wants me to think too. She rates it 5.5 out of 5. And then he is- 
giving it a I, what's the smiley face that's like it's a what those side sideways ones it's a colon and then an o so it looks like a pig a pig nose oh it could be yeah. you know, Tanner's done a face where it's like if the o is the mouth it's someone going oh Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i i read it for some reason i read it as a pig's nose <laughs> <laughs> he thinks masha's a pig oh and that's why it's like a super intelligent pig okay and it's like communicating through like a man proxy Okay, but he's only given it four stars. <laughs> well, he's his own man. Okay. It's so, his account. You so know? George Foreman logged into Rotten Tomatoes to say that the film deserves four stars, but his pig Masha thinks it should get 5.5 out of five. Yeah. Okay. But it's I, still his account, so he's going to like, yeah. you know, he doesn't want to like ruin his yeah. reputation. Okay. All right. I think we've solved that mystery. Good. All right. That Here ends the segment within a segment called On the Fence Hand. Now we've got a few pretty negative reviews uh, in okay. a segment within a segment that we like to call On the Other Hand. Okay. Um, this one is from Michelle L., who gives the film one star. Preposterous. On May 21st, 2008. Michelle M. Who's that? Was that the name of the woman who sang? Um, no, it was Michelle Branch. Michelle Branch. Okay, it's Michelle Branch. <laughs> she says, is this a movie or a porno? Yeah, tell me about it. Because for the first half, I couldn't fucking tell. Sorry, uh, Dad. She but said I have, fucking? Yeah. Sorry, Dad, but I have no faith in your movie recommendations anymore. And then she says, X3. And oh, that's a smiley face, too. It's like a guy who's died, and he has a butt for a chin. She thinks I'm her dad? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dad, but I have no faith. In- yeah, you did. Rec- you were the one who I recommended. Can't, I this. can't deal with this right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have an adult daughter out there somewhere. Yeah, called Michelle L. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and she's pissed, and she's got a potty mouth, but she doesn't like the gratuitous well, sex. Yeah. Okay, let's move on from that. I'm sorry, that was a little awkward. Uh, we've got two more. Maddie yeah, C gives this film. Point five stars uh, on October 14th, 2010. He says the following thing. An officer and a gentleman, an orifice and a ginger man, more like. Hmm. Then he says, <laughs> there's ginger minge everywhere in this film. In fact, that's about all there is. Ginger fanny. Pure rat shit and dirty great thumbs down from me, folks. Wow. Maybe it would have helped if I'd read it in a Scottish accent. But I, Yeah, I don't... no, I think I... <laughs> I think I got most of it. Yeah, I don't think there wasn't. Was no, there? there wasn't. I think it was. I think. I think. Here's what I think happened, and I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he was onto something. As someone who didn't like this film, which I disagree with, but as someone yeah, who didn't like yeah. this film, he was onto something with an or, more like an orifice and a. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, I think he just kind of, and we've done this before. He got and he said locked, ginger. He ginger. Got, he got locked into ginger man. Ginger man. That's yeah. all he could think of. And then there ha- was, but there was a ginger, ginger complexed man in the movie. Yeah. And then he felt yeah. like he needed to just, he almost dies in like one of the, yeah. The like, Oh yeah. Tests. Those are really scared intense. the hell out of me. Yeah, Ooh, I would not want to do that. Yeah. And so he got locked into justifying it by saying that there's ginger minge everywhere in this film, which I'm sorry to have said that a bunch of times. It's a vulgar yeah. uh, expression for, I think for female, female genitalia, which I don't think there and was. There's any. not. <laughs> Yeah, so. so he's DQ'd. <laughs> yeah, you're sorry. You don't even you don't even get considered at the end. And Do we want to workshop it the bit. Sure. 
Okay, let's pretend we don't like this film. Orifice and so an officer and a gentleman? Question mark. So the first, the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine words of his review are perfect. An officer yep. and a gentleman, an orifice and a so good, and then he just like does not stick the landing. Gentlemen, um, genital, genital, a gentleman. There it is. Yeah, that he, we were so close. <laughs> yeah, an officer and a gentleman. An orifice and a gentleman, more like. That's great. <laughs> that rolls off the tongue. That's so good. And yeah, then you don't perfect. have to say all that stuff about the ginger minge. And in fact, no. you know what? I would say end it there. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we get it. Yeah. You didn't like it. An orifice and a gentleman, more like. You don't have to then justify why you don't like it by making up a bunch of stuff about the movie. And then you could say to somebody that they have committed conduct befitting an orifice and a gentleman. <laughs> And it's a good burn you could use. No, you say it after you've like completed the act of lovemaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that was conduct befitting an orifice and a gentleman. <laughs> Perfect. See? Yeah. Maddie, I wish I wish you had thought a little bit longer. You could have got there just like we did. I've got a final one-star review from the Lady of the Minnesota Mounts. <laughs> hmm. Okay. No, no guesses required. <laughs> no, no guesses required. The full title has been... Yeah. Heralded. Um, on February 19th, 2009, she gave this film one star, and she says, My husband rents movies without really reading the given information. This movie is rated R for sex, crude language, death, fighting, etc. I felt this movie mostly consumed sex and military training. Would not watch a second or third time. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I want to say one thing. I want to connect these together. I'm pretty yeah. sure her husband is Michelle L's dad. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah. This guy's telling everyone he yeah. does. Yeah. Except it sounds like he wasn't prepared for the movie coming in. Yeah. And but he I, loved it. And I think maybe that's what's keeping that door open to the second viewing. Yeah. Th- well, that's like this is my quibble with the Lady of the Minnesota Mounts. How are you going to watch it a third time if you won't watch it a second time, Lady I of think Minnesota she, I think Mounts. she's she's winking at us a little bit. <laughs> maybe I'll watch for the Richard Gere parts. <laughs> he looks good. Arbiter Tanner, who do you... Lisa, obviously. Yeah, Lisa did a really great job. Uh, she said, wow, if only. And yeah, if only. Yeah, if only someone would come pick me up at work. Uh, oh, someone has come. It's the bubble. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> goodbye. Dare, welcome home. Welcome. I was on the same rings of Saturn. Yeah. We've got 10 minutes left, and then we have to go. So I guess we just quickly review this film. Let's do it fast. Because we've um, got a hard I have out. one other thing I have to say. Okay, okay, quick. Just before I go. Yeah. Entire film, yeah, start to end, takes place in an alternate universe. Okay, how do you know that? Uh, one hour, 51 minute, 11 second mark in like a truly like Street Fighter 2 turbo move. Yeah. Lou Gossett tells a fuming Richard Gere yeah. to meet him for a brawl in the blimp hangar. You said you wanted to meet me in private? You got it. The blimp hangar, now! Move it! Hell yeah. <laughs> so this Naval Academy has a blimp hanger. Yeah. It's some kind of like weird alternate Steampunk. F- past where yeah. everyone's like flying around in blimps, I guess. I don't know. That rules. God, yeah. I wish they'd lean into that a little bit harder. <laughs> or just explore it a little bit. They have all these like sweeping shots of like the Puget Sound. <laughs> it's like shots of blimps in the air. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. That's good. Now let's get to... Let's review this. Uh, you th- you do it now because you review it on Amazon under uh, your right. Babysitter's Club Club account with my name. <laughs> I have to go in eight minutes. 
Okay. Hey, we, this, hard this out. quick. I just have to open the film and then get to the end, and then I'll be able to leave the review. All right. Let's go. Quick. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Do we have to give it a title, right? Yep. Um, I don't want to say the orifice and ge- genital man thing in the title because that might get us flagged. Yeah, no. How about how about one of the riffs from the movie? How about like um, we could say, "Wait till you local ladies get a um, get a look at this film." Scrotum heads. Also, okay. probably get us flagged, huh? That would yeah, that would probably get us flagged. Um, well, let's just can we just directly steal this from My- Michael Peaton? Um, must see with a friend or by yourself. Perfect. Yeah. Must see. Yeah, with a friend with or a by friend. yourself. Okay. Okay. And our rating is what? Five stars? Five stars. We love them. Can we give it 5.5? Five stars. I'll say it in text. Let's, okay, let's do a list. Let, here, let's really try to persuade people to watch this. I, and I have an idea. If we could, we'd give it 5.5. 5. If we could, we give it 5.5. 5. Don't believe us? Question mark? Masha really like it. M-A-S-H-A. Yeah, really likes really it. Really likes it. And she's a pick. And she's a pick. Yeah. Uh, who else likes it? Lisa H. really likes it. Who, who did we say that was? Lisa Hempson. Lisa Hempson really likes it. <laughs> She's a cartoon. She's a cartoon. Yeah. Who else really likes it? And then you could say, Weird. you know who else is from? You know who else is from Austin? The Austin thing feels like kind of a non sequitur at that point. Um, Beto O'Rourke. Do you know who else likes it? You know who else likes it? Should we just say Beto likes it? Beto O'Rourke. As far as we know. I, I don't want to get in trouble. And we Congressman, like it. Congressman Beto O'Rourke? Sure. But then I'll say, like, how about this? Congressman Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. And then I'll say in parentheses, no, not that one. Okay. That's good. And that kind of covers our bases. That covers our bases. If, if Beto sues us, we'll be like, we, were at, we said that we were talking about a different Beto. If either of them do. <laughs> Any of them do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. And we really liked it, we'll say. Yeah, we liked it. And here's why. We liked it, too. Here's yeah. why. Um, colon yeah well, okay here's here's what we can do yes there are many scenes in the film where an orifice meets a genital but can i say meets m-e-a-t-s i guess that's fine <laughs> but i'll unlike, do winky i'll do winky unlike the lady of the minnesota mounts lady or ladies lady and it's all capitalized uh it's title case a lot more questions than answers. Yeah. Unlike the lady... Minnesota the, mounts. Yeah. Okay. We felt that they were all tasteful scenes that added to the film. Tasteful and added to the film. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Help me. Um, oh, which, let, let's say um, no spoilers, but... Uh, perfect. No spoilers. But we both wish that someone but. would come and pick us up at work. Literally. Um, Jack Shepard and friend. Oh, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. P.S. We love this one. See if you can P.S. Throw scintillating in there. Uh. Oh. Yeah. We'll do it on the read back. Okay. Um. All right. All right. So, title: Must see with a friend or by yourself. Five stars. Yeah. It's great. If we could, we'd give it five point five stars. Why? Oh, here right. Don't believe us. Masha really likes it, and she's a pig. <laughs> Good. Lisa Hempson loved it, and she's a cartoon. Yep. You know who likes it? Congressman Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> Good. We liked it. Here's why. Yes, there are many scenes where an orifice meets a gentleman. Winky. A gentleman. A gentleman. Sorry, it says gentleman. Okay. I just breezed over it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Winky. 
Yeah. Unlike the lady of the Minnesota Mounts, we felt they were all tasteful and added to the film. Yeah. No spoilers, but we wish someone would come pick us up at work. Literally. Literally. P.S. Uh, uh, they all added to the scintillating film. Scintillating film. Yes. Yeah. No spoilers, but we wish someone would come and pick us up at work. Literally. Literally. P.S. We love this one. Well, and Jack Shepard and friend. Jack Shepard and friend. Yeah. Cut and print. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Um, that's Submitted. it. That's all the time we have for today. Tanner has to go pick up his boy uh, at yep. school. He can't be late for that. So I will say to you, um, everybody, please subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. Join our Facebook group. It's the Facebook group. Um, and rate and review the show. And um, this week, we watched a film. The film we watched was called An Officer and a Gentleman. Uh, yep. And next week, I get to choose three films. Sarah has diligently been cr- creating an incredible spreadsheet of movies. I feel like I knocked this one out of the park, by the way. Yeah, you did a great job. So I'm just going to pick three from that. And then you choose one. Ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to go kind of randomly. Gross point blank. Okay. Um, a film I love. You're going to you're gonna have to be top it. I absolutely love that film, too. Um, oh, um, here's something a little different. Um, Joe versus the Volcano. Ooh. And then um, it, it, my next one is it would have to be a two-parter, Fever Pitch followed by Fever Pitch. Let's get them done. Let's get them out of the way. Okay. We got to get we gotta get the two Fever Pitches We're out doing of the way. both Fever Pitches. One, at, one first Colin Firth and then... Jimmy Fallon, or the in other one way around. Episode. Oh, in one episode? Okay. It's it's a one episode where we watch both Fever Pitches. Yeah. Perfect. Looking forward to that. All that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Sergeant Belva Pepperoni Slices. Oh, damn it. What was my name? I don't remember. Uh, my name is Cadet Alfie Baby P Tendrils. <laughs> And my friend here, of course, is Cadet Hamnet, whole head of lamb. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Two Brits, it sounds like. I hope that you find your Carry Me Ever After. Good. <laughs> we might be childhood friends.